Welcome back to Sip Sessions. We're just two friends sipping, chatting, and relaxing. I'm Jackie. And I'm Erin. And today we are going to be talking about a post-Roe versus Wade world. We're going to be talking about that abortion ban, (laughs) y'all. Not making it sound like it's a block party or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is not a funny topic, but you know. You, you laugh from keep from crying. Anyway, but before we get into that, of course, we want to do our little quick little mixer where we warm things up. And that is salt or sugar your rim. We're going to put out a opinion, a topic, whatever we think of. And if we agree with it, we will sugar our rim. And if we disagree, of course, we will salt it because salt is nasty on the rim in our opinions. So in tying with our topic, pro-choice or pro-life, salt or sugar your rim. Um, I am all about pro-choice, so I'm going to put a little sugar on that. I'm a little salty about pro-life. Um, not necessarily. Well, anyway, we'll get into that, but I'm pro-choice. Agreed. I am a pro-choice as well, but I realized when I was younger, I was not always this way. So again, we'll get into that further in the topic, but yes, definitely pro-choice. But before we get into the topic, how is, uh, how has your week been or your last week has been? Uh, you know what? This last week has actually been a little smoother than the <laughs> last several months, I should say. It Ooh. slowed down a little bit at work. And then, um, as if you were listening to the rambling of the story from the previous episode, I <laughs> took a break for two weeks from that uh, position. I'll be going back whatever the weekend after the 19th is. What is that? The 6th? or the 26th or something. Mm -hmm. So I just had to take a break. But it's amazing what taking a break from work will do for your mental health, child. I've been cooking all these days. First of all, (laughs) I did not feel like cooking for the past six months. I've been over here cooking, looking up recipes, trying new stuff. Oh, Lord. Okay. (sighs) So it's just been wonderful. Speaking of cooking, how how did your stew turn out? Did you make it from scratch? Yes, y'all. I'm making Ooh. turkey neck stew. I don't know if people like turkey neck, but at this international farmer's market, they have these, I guess they slice them up, mm-hmm. but you like boil it and then you put all these seasonings and I usually put potatoes, onions, carrots and stuff. Today, I didn't put all that because we didn't have all that, but and then you just boil it till it gets nice and tender. Oh, oh do you put over rice? Yes, yes, you put it over rice. Oh, God. That sounds like that sounds like a perfect meal. Ew, it is so good. And then when you let it sit, like if you have leftovers and then yes, you let it sit juices. overnight, yes. Mm. That sounds it's good. So good. I don't think I've ever made stew before, but that kind of gives me inspiration to make stew. Yes, girl, you just put some kind of meat and whatever veggies you want in it. Ooh, it'd be so good. It's so strange when you get older, you get excited about things like, what is it, a slow cooker and air fryers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I probably need to get me like an air cooker or something like that. I mean, Ooh, bro, that thing will cut your cooking down in half, even though I haven't. The thing about air fryers is that they make it fast and, you know, it's cooked or whatever, but it just it tastes differently. I'm not going to say it tastes bad, but yeah. it won't taste the same, of course, you know, if you put it in the oven or on the stove or whatever. Right. But if you want something fast... Hmm. I'm going to try it out. People swear by it. 
And then you can make it, a lot of people I think swear by it because they feel like it can be healthier, which it can, but you can still make it as fatty or whatever exactly. if you want to. Put some oil, put some foil. People be talking about chicken and stuff, girl. They be putting all this flour and extra seasonings and stuff, butter. I'm like, okay, how healthy can this really be? Exactly. Just because it's not in no uh, deep fried hot oil. <laughs> But okay. Sticks of butter. Speaking of, I showed it just put a stick of butter in that stew. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And I'm making Alfredo later in the week, so I yeah. actually will be using a stick of butter as well. Yeah. Cannot wait. Well, how's your week going? Or how has it gone? My past week has been good. Nothing really eventful going on, honestly. Just therapy, and I got rid in therapy. You went back, or it was just time for that session? It was just time because um, I'm on monthly visits now, but now oh, okay, okay. we're having more stuff to process. So maybe like every other week again. But um, I got read last week, you know, oh, so that's fun. And it leaves you with time to think, leave you <laughs> yes. with your thoughts. And I be like, well, damn. <laughs> like those little memes where people be having like all those algebraic equations yes. going on in the background. That's what I feel like <laughs> trying to figure out my life right now. But yeah. um. It's also just a testament to the fact that therapy is not necessarily a linear thing or, you know, when you think that you're doing better, that you won't have issues anymore. But, Mm -hmm. you know, so anyway, but this is what I asked for for this year is to do more healing and more work. So as salty as I was when she read me, I am happy that I have something to think about. (laughs) I don't know if I've ever been salty in my sessions. Like I've been feeling like, ugh embarrassed maybe but do y'all hmm. ever get do you ever get mad or y'all yes if you're listening do y'all ever get mad at your therapist i have a client that be looking at me like i really want to fight you right now <laughs> and it's not that i'd be mad at her it's just i guess you i guess as a secondary emotion you feel salty but of course you just kind of feel like embarrassed or like you right Right. It's like I ain't been told off since I was a kid. And it's not that she told me off, but like told me about myself. But again, of course, in a loving and um, Mm -hmm. you know, compassionate way. But like you it's never for most people, it's never just a delightful thing to hear about yourself when you think that you already know about yourself when you don't. (laughs) So it always takes a minute. But um I had that and then I had my pre-op, uh, my post, I'm sorry, my post-op, my one-month post-op today, which went very well. Um, and so outside of that, that's pretty much all I've been doing is working and, and sleeping and repeating. Hey, look, that's about most of us, especially with this gas. It is, child. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I don't know what the world is just going to just dissolve at one point because what else is there? gases people can't afford to live places people ain't paying enough like anyway i want to try to since it's starting to get well since it will start to be getting warmer out stuff outside i want to try to make more of an effort to venture out of the house every now and then just to see people and hang out with people like i haven't Mm -hmm. seen you in a minute i haven't seen my cousins in a while so i don't know we'll see how that goes but that's just another random update i say that but then two months later be like, hey girl, you want to come? <laughs> she gonna be like, eh, no, thanks. <laughs> but yeah, so let's go ahead and get into this topic, y'all. I hope y'all's week has been well as well. Um, and so again, we're talking about the Texas abortion ban, or also the heartbeat—is it the heartbeat law or heartbeat ban, something like that? 
You have more more stuff than me. I was like, the heartbeat. Well, I never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think we should just start with like a basic understanding of what's going on now with abortion laws. So I'll give kind of like an overview and then um, we can just kind of start with our first reactions or first thoughts about it. Um, so for those that don't know, in more recent history, we know there's always like an issue between the pro-life and pro-choice people, right? So most recently, Texas, you know, put into law or passed a law that outlawed abortions past six weeks pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And of course, we all know that it was a really big deal. Number one, because they're trying to, of course, control women's bodies. But also, a lot of women don't even know they're pregnant at six weeks. So that would majority of the time be like no you can't have an abortion so um the texas law bans all abortions after six weeks and the pro-choice folks took the law all the way up to the supreme court who overruled and basically was like you know texas can make this law so what i was reading was the biggest issue with that was they couldn't really figure out who would be sued because based on the law, it's pretty much, I don't know how to say it, civilian enforced or it's enforced by individuals. And so what the law is stating is if you as an individual see someone else getting an abortion, I guess to put it plainly, you can sue that individual. So of course, everybody was all up in arms about it, of course. So this next, the next thing that I was reading was that Uh, Missouri is now trying to enact a law where if you go outside of the state um, Mm -hmm. to get an abortion, you can then be sued and whoever helps you can be sued as well or helps whoever is trying to get an abortion can be sued as well. Um, And this is coming about because a lot of states surrounding Texas saw an uptick in people getting abortions at their Planned Parenthood centers. So what's coming up now is that Mississippi is now trying to enact a law where the abortion ban is after 15 weeks instead of six weeks. But of course, they're still trying to put in a law that is trying to, you know, take away a woman's right to choose whether or not she wants an abortion. That is where we're at. And so before that as well, they allow abortions up until 23 weeks. And that was in 1973 with Roe versus Wade that you mentioned earlier. And so this is like the first thing that's kind of overturning that. And like you said, it's like more civilian enforced. And it's like anybody from the Uber driver to the doctor can get sued, which is absurd to me. Mm-hmm. Like, how the Uber driver supposed to know what you got going on? Right. Like, ain't none of their business. Ain't none of my friends' business. Ain't none of my friends' business. Anyway. (laughs) Um, So, and I also want to add to that. See, we did our research this time, y'all. Okay, we're going to be talking about like, we know what we're talking about. Anyway, after 1973, (laughs) this is kind of what, I guess, set the stage for Texas to be able to make this law and make it so that the Supreme Court can't you know, overrule it. There was, uh, I guess, a case in 19 or yeah, 1992 with Planned Parenthood where Roe versus Wade was reaffirmed or reinforced. They just took away a lot of the protections within Roe versus Wade, which set the stage for a lot of what we're seeing today. 
Right. So it's been, you know, a fight for probably since the dawn of time, I feel like. But yes, yeah, so let's just kind of start with what your first thoughts are about all of this. Well, when this first came about, or at least when I first heard about it, which I think they said that it, I think it first got introduced in May of 2021, and then it passed in September, maybe. I may be incorrect about that, but sometime late last year. Um, but anyway, when I first heard about this, I thought six weeks, like, <laughs> do you know how women can be late on a period and don't know and then re- don't realize until X, Y, and Z amount of time? Like, that's... Child... And those of us who have irregular periods, like, I don't ever know if I'm late or not. Right. And a lot of women, well, well, a lot of women that I know don't really track their periods like that. Mm -hmm. So that can also be another determining factor as far as like six weeks. It's just not a lot of time on the spectrum of like when you have periods and stuff like that. Like it's a, I don't know, it's weird. And I know that before it was 23 weeks, which is what, like five and a half months, I guess, Mm -hmm. before they can do it. And I think now it's supposed to be based off of when they're uh, viable as far as their heartbeat, hence the heartbeat bill, whatever. But I don't know. I just think it's so crazy. Like the more that I've read about this and just even many more details have changed even since when I first started hearing about that, it's just like, let me ask this question. Let me backtrack for a second. So what are the reasons that someone would seek an abortion? Ooh, child plenty. So just off the top of my head, I'm thinking um, in cases of being a young mom who feels like she's not ready Mm -hmm. um, or a parent who feels like their child isn't ready and is seeking that option. Um, also in cases of rape or incest where you don't want to have the baby of your rapist or family member, not only because that's traumatic, but in those cases, who wants a reminder of that trauma Yeah, all the time? Like, I, I don't know. And of course, I know that some rape survivors keep their children and they love their children. So I'm not saying that they don't want their children, but there's some people who may not want that reminder all the time. And then cases where the child uh, or the mom is too unhealthy to keep the baby Mm -hmm. and one has the potential to pass away if followed through with the pregnancy. Uh, That's just all I can think about off the top of my head. And I don't know how this is going to sound, but whatever the reason may be, right? I feel like that's between that person that has to bring this child into life and then also the person that has to take care of the said life that is born and it just feels like there's a lot of politics involved with people's bodies and their choices and stuff like that and it's just crazy because if you think about the grand scheme of things as far as like sex education and just all the things that kind of surround pregnancy or abortion for women it's just like you don't want to teach the kids to have um, safe sex because you feel like they should be abstinent. But then if they do get pregnant or if does, something does happen and they're mature enough to make the decision, hey, you know, I don't think I could take care of this kid. They still can't do anything. And I, I forgot to mention this, too. So you mentioned um, uh, rape or incest as one of the reasons and that the law or the new ban does not give any type of way for that. So even if you were in any of those situations, you still would not be able to get that abortion after six weeks. But it's crazy too, because, you know, when I was younger, you know, we grew up in a very Christian. And so, of course, a lot of those views kind of shape how you view a lot of things. 
that being one of them. And I never was like, oh, well, people are just evil if they got rid of their babies. But I do remember being like, oh, well, that's probably not a great thing to get rid of a baby or whatever. And then like when I got to my teens and like maybe early young adults, I kind of was like, okay, well, I don't think I ever would have an abortion just because that's just me, but I'm not going to judge anybody if they get an abortion. Mm -hmm. But also in that mindset, I didn't think about, oh, if somebody got raped or, oh, if um, it was incest, it was only just like, well, if you lay down and have a kid, like, why don't you want to take care of your responsibilities? But even within that mindset, it's still very limiting and judgmental, I think, of a view because... I mean, but of course I was like 16, 17, 18. Like, what the hell I knew about taking care of nobody's kids and the responsibility that it was going to take. But anyway, all that to say is that my views have definitely shifted and changed the more I have grown and the more that I've, more knowledge that I've gotten about the different circumstances of abortions. Because everybody, and even if somebody did just want to go out and get an abortion because they felt like they didn't have the responsibility or the wherewithal or whatever to take care of that child, (laughs) that's okay too. Right. (laughs) That's okay too, but especially like in situations too when people get raped or just a horrible thing like that, like you said, like that's a, I feel like they're making a very traumatic situation regardless of whatever reason you're going to get an abortion. Like that's, that's not something that people land upon lightly, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To have something taken out of their body, but you're, they're making a already heavy situation, even more traumatic. So in those situations where there's more layers and complexities where somebody gets raped and stuff like that, like then to even think beyond that layer, like even in those situations, sometimes people get raped where the person doesn't always get caught or they're not always mm-hmm. accountable. And then like sometimes the the rapist has rights towards that child. Like how can you then tell them, oh, they can't have this child? Like mm-hmm. that's kind of messed up. Like, and like you said, for there are women that are able to get through that and still have their child. But I can imagine that it takes a lot of work to be in a healthy space to raise that child and not have any resentment or not treat that child any differently because of the circumstances of how you got that child. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's just, it's, it's very multi-layered, I believe. Oh yes, it is. I don't think I, I'm going to be honest. I don't remember if I had a stance on abortion and if I did, I don't know what it was. I think I developed my stance probably sometime in college and to bring the Christianity thing into it in college, um, (laughs) at least for a couple of those years, I was a holy roller, right? I was trying to be real holy. I thought the Lord was going to be here tomorrow. And so I need to get my (laughs) life together. Mm -hmm. Clearly he's not here yet. Uh, But anyway, and so even then, I don't think my view was very, I don't want to say set in stone, but I was pro-choice then. And it wasn't necessarily because who are you to tell somebody what they should do with their bodies? It was more so like God God gave us free choice, mm-hmm. even in this circumstance where, you know, a, a being could die, right? So I just, I think I've always been pro-choice, uh, at least as long as I can remember. Now, I think I'm pro-choice, but... It's more so kind of like you said, Jackie, like, why are you in our business? Why are you telling us what to do? What does what your view, what does your view have to do with what I do with my body? And why are you worried about it? Because you're not taking care of this child. Quiet as it's kept, even though it ain't that quiet. They don't even <laughs> want to help you take care of the child that they don't Facts. want you to get rid of. Facts. 
Anyway. So your, your stance has always been the same, but your reasoning has changed. Yes. Yes. So I don't know. I, I struggle to find, at least when it comes to the political, let me take it back to this. When it comes to like Christianity and morality and all that, you know, I understand that religion and religious stances and your spiritual responsibility as you believe it to be within your religion. Those are strong feelings and important feelings. As humans, you know, spirituality is really important to our existence. So I get that to an extent, having such strong feelings and then wanting others to have those same kind of feelings. I get that. But when it comes to political things, I'm not really, I don't really understand the need for a politician or a group of politicians to impose their beliefs onto other women's bodies. Mm-hmm. And to take it as far as the state or the federal level. That I don't really understand because what does that have to do, you know, with how the state runs, with how how government runs? What does me having a baby or not having a baby have to do with you? So I don't I don't understand and that. If you want to get in a dark lane as far as their involvement, that's one less child for them to take care of. Like, you know, I was gonna say that, but I was like, it's gonna sound real. <laughs> like, doesn't that mean that's less money you have to dole out? <laughs> like, right. What are you? But I'm saying, following their logic, that's one less mm-hmm. mouth for them to feed. So I don't understand. And also, it's like too with politics. I just, whether it's politics or religion, which we'll get to my views on that in a later topic, but like. Those things are important or whatever, especially like what you believe and stuff like that. But I don't feel in any circumstance, is it okay to project that onto somebody else? Like Mm. just because you believe this does not mean that I have to live by what you believe. Mm -hmm. Everybody's belief in relationship or religion, spirituality is honestly personal. Mm. Um, And that's supposed to be one of the reasons why America is what it is, which the controversy beyond that is, you know, but people came here to have freedoms and to do what they want to do. But it seemed like everything we do, they got an opinion about being women and knowing how hard being a woman is just on a day-to-day basis and the things that our body goes through and having babies and periods and cramps and fibroids and like all the things that come with being a woman. And then there's these old white men that are making decisions about what happens with my uterus is just really baffling to me. Every one of them that got the strongest opinion is old, pale, with white hair. And a dingling. What do you know about having a child? Not a single or thing. anything. What do you know about breasts and Nothing. how they hurt right before your period? What do you know about that? Nothing. Do you even know where the uterus is or how big it is <laughs> or why it hurts before? Like, do you know the difference between a vagina and a labia? Some or most do not. <laughs> I would say they most do not, <laughs> but. It's so frustrating. Like, it just, I don't know. The older I get, the more I, oh, that's all I was saying is that the older I get, I feel like the more that I learn that this, America's kind of fucked up, you know? I mean, the world is fucked up. Like, I can only speak for living in America. And it's just crazy. Like, nobody can mind their business. Nobody wants people to just live their life. Nobody... We're all trying to figure life out. Nobody knows what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Nobody knows 
there's no manual to life. There's no manual to any of this. And I just wish that we could all operate in the space of like the respect of, you know what? I don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. We're gonna live our <clears throat> we're gonna live our lives to the best that serves us. As long as I'm not hurting nobody, you not hurting nobody. Just let people live their lives. Nobody knows what we're doing. I'm my the way I live my life is no better than you, and vice versa. Hmm. I don't know. I kind of I'm wondering what is the what's the reasoning behind wanting to be all up in folk business? Is that like a human need? Because it's not just. It's not just the politicians who want to get, you know, to ban abortions and get all up in. Like, what? What's what's the reason? I don't know. I don't have a problem just minding my business, though. Like, if you think back on a like a like if we go down to the smallest individual level, like, do you feel like you have an issue with people doing what they do? No. No. Okay. I'm. Let me take that back. I do sometimes, but not to the extent that I would try to be all up in their face or all up in their business. And, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like, why don't you, I'm trying to think of an example of where it's like, if somebody doesn't like something I like or want to do something that I want to do, that there's just like a tinge of, it's almost like I take it personally for Mm -hmm. whatever reason. And it's like, do they feel like what I want to do or what my interests are aren't important or do they think that it's stupid? And, you know, and I have to catch myself fairly often and be like, girl, it ain't that serious. Mm -hmm. But I've never gotten to the point where it's like, I really want you to, I want you to share my opinion so much that I'm going to infiltrate your life until you share (laughs) my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, Show never up at your works knocking on you right but even within that i feel like that's a human thing like we of course like if you enjoy something or you really like something it's like oh i really like this like i want people around me to enjoy this too but it's also as far as like pe- realizing that people are different and they have their own they're allowed to find certain things that they like or don't like or whatever mm-hmm it sucks, but like you said, at the same time, I'm not going around knocking down your door being like, oh, why ain't you watching, you know, Euphoria or something like that because it's a bomb show. Like, who cares? If you don't like it, that's that's fine. I enjoy it, but... That's fine. That's you know that more- sound on TikTok? Uh, that's fine. I ain't about to have one of which you don't want to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I have not heard that one. I'm surprised. Oh, funny. I probably got the words wrong, but they little, I think it's like a Cali accent or something. It's just so funny to me. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, and I also want to talk about this as far as the band. So like um, they were talking about how, you know, the road, the road versus Wade has been in place since 1973. And then, you know, it's basically like this loophole where it's not like the government enforcing it. It's like people snitching mm-hmm. on each other, basically. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. But I also find that a little bit problematic because if they talking about from the Uber driver to the doctor, like, and who's to say that who knows what? Like, how the Uber driver supposed to know what she got going on? Mm-hmm. And then you have to prove if you are somebody like the Uber driver and you get sued, you would have to prove, like, I didn't know what was happening. You know, like, that's Which is an abstract much. thing. How are you going to yes. know if they knew? And also, too, I feel like it can also give way to false things. Like, if people just want to accuse people for no reason. Because mm-hmm. there's, like, a, I think it's, like, a 10K reward or something. So there's, like, incentive for people to do this BS. And I just, I don't know. I just think that it's 
a mess and a very childish and petty loophole. It'll be like, oh, well, the state's not enforcing it. We're just going to leave it to the citizens to force this ban. And I think that's the reason why it's gotten so far. Like the article I was reading was pretty much saying the Supreme, or let me take that back. It was saying that the Texas politicians or whoever wrote the bill in a way that the Supreme Court would not be able to mm-hmm. overturn it. So like they did that intentionally right. by putting it in the hands of civilians or just random individuals. Because then there's nobody that like medical professionals could sue. You can't sue like a random individual. You have to find them and all that. Right. There's no government for them to sue because the government is not the one enforcing it. So it's really like they made it in a way that is almost untouchable, I feel like. Like, y'all do what y'all do. And And my thing is that the police or whoever, the enforcement of America can barely do their job. Now you want the crazy ass citizens of the world to figure it like, no. First of all, do we not all see these videos? Like, these folks Mm -mm. are out of their minds. So I know when it first came out, there were some people that were like, it's going to be an issue up until like a government official does some shady business and mm-hmm. their person can't get an abortion. What yep. did you, Have Ooh. you heard that argument? Ooh. And what were your thoughts about that argument? I have not heard that argument, but I could probably bet that there's a whole bunch of shady stuff going on within oh, yeah. politics and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I think that even if that did, I don't really have a lot of faith in the judicial system. A lot of times I'll say that I'm not going to make a blanket statement. Um, but I do feel like if that happened to politicians, number one, they have the money, but also number two, they got the resources. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they're not just going to be like, up, oh, guess we can't get an abortion because that law we made, like, it's going to be. And that's the thing. A lot of the laws and crap they be coming out be very contradicting to their own lifestyles and their own personal things. So I feel like even if there was a situation to arise where a senator or somebody was doing some stuff they weren't supposed to be doing and their side piece needed to get an abortion or whatever, they would find a way around that. And we would never know until... Exactly. Until she come out three years later when they trying to become president. Right. (laughs) You know how it happens. All of a sudden, you got all this controversy. But then, you know, when that be happening, it'd be like the little rinky-dink blogs that be like, well, <laughs> I reported it when it first happened and nobody believed me. I'd be like, okay, child, sit down. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then three years later, they were right. <laughs> Speaking of scandalous and politics, there's a um, third season of American Crime Story with the um, impeachment of Bill Clinton that's on Hulu. Oh, Lord. They got... I got to go watch that. Yes, girl. That's what I said. Because I was waiting for them to come out with this because I knew they were supposed to... Actually, I thought they were supposed to be doing a Katrina one with how the government handled the the mm-hmm. hurricane or whatever, but I guess that got stalled out. So this one is supposed to be about the impeachment of Bill Clinton. And I like watching these things just because I was alive when these things were happening. But of course, I was like a kid. So now Mm -hmm. seeing this stuff and getting this information as adult is very interesting to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm very curious to see how messy that stuff actually was. (laughs) Oh, everything is a mess, child. Yes. Everything. Every last thing. 
I was going to ask something that has nothing to do with the topic, but when do you feel like the government starts to get messy? Like, does it start at the city council level or like... For sure. Don't you remember when, um, was it Kasim? Kasim Reed. And they had, I think, was it him that had like issues with like, or maybe it wasn't him, but some people in the local area of Georgia or the city, I'm sorry, of Atlanta. And it was like these funds or like some type of fraud or something that was happening. Mm-hmm. This might've been like- Oh, it might've been him. I feel like I remember that though. So I definitely believe with power definitely comes corruption and bullshit. It's so. funny that you said with power, because as soon as you started talking about Kasim Reed, I immediately thought of the show Power. Do you watch Power? <laughs> I did up until like the last season or two. And then I was going, I had intended on watching the last season or whatever, but then everybody just started putting all these spoilers with all these niggas that died. And so I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm just not going to watch this. And now they got two spinoffs, child. I'm like, all right, well. But the one, the spinoff with, sorry, y'all. I know we didn't. <laughs> it's okay. We pretty much know what this The one with, um, What's that boy's name? Tariq. I think it's called Power Book 2 or something like that. Yes. Anyway, that talks a lot about like, well, I think Power did too, but it talks a lot about like political corruption and how connected they are within a certain city. Mm -hmm. And you know how, you know, they can live two different lives and be double faced and be thugs outside of the camera and then get on the camera and talk real sweet. Yeah, that's all of these folks. We're gonna bring it back around. That's all of these people that's over here making these laws, trying to act like they ain't over there sticking their thing and everything that move, and they gonna get themselves in trouble one day. Like and run by old white men from the rooter to the tutor. But you know what's crazy though? What really confuses me is when women themselves, because there are some women politicians. When mm-hmm. they be oh, yeah. co-signing these laws, like right. you ain't never had a baby that you or had a pregnancy scare, like you know what I'm saying? Which we all have had, right? Shoot, I just I don't know, and it's very um, well, is it incompassionate? It's not very compassionate of those Mm-mm. in situations, but these type of things they're not really for the consideration of people and the humanness of things Mm, true like it's not supposed to be logical or make sense or be compassionate to those around them did you have any final thoughts on this situation before we close it out um i think the final thought is that we are heading into a world called handmaid's tale oh no It's happening oh right she before jokes, our but... eyes, child, because I don't know if y'all have watched Handmaid's Tale, but that first season and even the following seasons, child, they show how quickly it can become a thing. Yes. And I it had to stop watching that. Child. Like, it is just, it's very heavy and it's very mm-hmm. relevant. Especially now that with all of these abortion bans and laws and stuff, like it's very like, oh my gosh, like that's probably about to happen next week. I had to stop watching it for that very reason because it was too heavy for me. I was like, oh hell no, this is this is. I don't know if to cry, go beat somebody up. Like this is just too much. Like, mm-mm. get ready, y'all. Get ready to run to Canada. You know, I told my daddy to get his passport 
He ain't got a chip. I'm like y'all playing around, <laughs> child. We got to flee. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I guess that sums up our topic for today. Please follow us on Instagram at sip underscore sessions underscore podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook at sip sessions podcast and check us out next week. Bye. Bye, you all.